So our goal as Christians is always to bless persons, individuals, not immorality. I love St. Paul's words when he implores the Corinthians, come out from them, the immoral, the idolaters, and be separate, says the Lord. I will be a father to you, and you will be my sons and daughters. What a great promise. Our sexual integration conference last week at the Theology of the Body Institute spoke a better word than the real development, I quote, of extending pastoral blessing on couples in sexual sin, fiducia supplicants, the Pope's uh, declaration sent out last month or last December. At this conference at the TOB Institute, we Catholics and evangelicals owned our divided lives in holy fear, faith, and joy. We surrendered to the only one capable of uniting us. We took giant steps in the direction exemplified by St. Augustine in the Confessions. And I quote, this is from the Confessions, but it's also in the Catechism of the Catholic Church. Indeed, it is through chastity that we are gathered together and led back to the unity from which we were fragmented unto multiplicity. I love that fragmented into, sorry, not unto, multiplicity. Isn't that true for all of us who have known sexual sin in our relationships and have turned from it? Jesus in his mercy takes us from this divided, fragmented state into unity. I love that. In repentance, all of us together welcome Jesus who once again gave us a double portion of dignity and new direction in exchange for all of our compromises. We emulated the raising of Lazarus in John chapter 11, when Jesus called him out of the tomb, then asked Lazarus' friends to remove the grave clothes. Raised to new life with Jesus, we too relied upon our brothers and sisters to help us shed the dirty cover of sin. Church, we can do better than bless our fellows in immoral couplings. And that is the gist of SS, of FS. No matter how you spin it, these blessings are non-marital, it's not a big old ceremony, it's still very pro-marriage. This document urges clergy to bless two people who are seeking God's favor while sinning against God and each other by partaking sexually of what is not rightfully theirs. What possible good could come from that? Scripture decries all fornication, same sex, opposite sex, as taking advantage of a brother or sister, 1 Thessalonians 4, verse 6. And the church herself cites non-marital sex as a mortal sin. F.S. misdirects pastoral power by urging people to, clergy to bless those in immoral couplings, and it also puts sinners at risk, both morally and spiritually. To camouflage these dangers, 
FS ennobles the immoral couple seeking blessing. FS claims that these hurting ones are imprisoned by sins, regrets, others' judgments. Destitute in spirit, they beg that all that is good, true, and humanly valued in their lives and relationship be enriched, healed, and elevated by spirit. That's, these are direct quotes. The pair will then lift their hearts to God and bless him for blessing them. Utterly false. If a couple feels imprisoned by sin and aspires to what is truly human and good, they will not seek clergy to bless them. They will plead with God and their fellow humanity to help them to repent, to get out of the relationship, to get out of the prison they've imposed on themselves through sexual immorality. A couple cannot benefit from a cure, e.g. blessing, when that blessing encourages the disease. Still, hope springs eternal. Optimists hold out that F.S. blessings might provoke couples to love God more and so be gently persuaded to turn from the relationship itself. Sweet thought, an illusion. First, the document gives no indication that the goal of blessing is, is to help anyone turn from the immoral relationship into individual conversion. Second, in my 44 years of pastoral experience with irregular friendships, people seek to ease their inner conflict with immorality by seeking justification for it through anyone who will give them a pass. And sadly, our worldly church gives passes far more generously then it prohibits people from sinning. In the Protestant world, one can merely leave his or her more biblical tribe and seek refuge in a tribe that blesses queer culture and doesn't ask if one is sleeping with his girlfriend or her boyfriend or had reasonable grounds for divorce from their latest marriage. And Catholics now have FS. Believe me, the purpose of this document and its blessings is a real development. It creates a plateau for immoral couples to just be still and just know that Francis and company are okay with their compromise. The couples don't want to marry, but they also don't want to repent. They just want to be blessed. FS is an inadequate and I dare say a corrupt solution to a serious problem that surrounds all of us. The answer remains, however, and this is our hope. The church of Jesus Christ still shines like a light in a fallen universe. She envisions and empowers individuals to become all that Jesus won for them from the domination of sin and death. This is what we all experienced afresh at our integration conference last week at the TOB Institute. Glory to God. Please share my hope and joy as we approach Lent and the Easter season. Jesus is still shining brighter than ever amid immorality and confusing blessings. Join our healing army that Jesus is raising up to rescue and restore the truly destitute, those seeking conversion 
leaving sin behind, moving into robust chastity with the help of our brothers and sisters. Blessed are we who are poor. Ours is the kingdom of heaven. I close with a great quote by Edith Stein. The brightest lights of prophecy and holiness emerge from the darkest night. It may seem like it's very dark right now, but Jesus is shining all the more through his people. Amen.